This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. Oh. 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 What do you think this is? The army where you shoot them a mile away? You gotta get up close like this. But a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice Ivy League suit. Well, I'm kidding. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it. Know it. Live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a pothead fucker? This is Live at Five, Live at yes. Five, Live Hi, at Five. Let's turn this up. Let's turn that down. How am I looking over here? Not bad. Uh, could do better. Yeah, could work it out. We can work it out. We can work it out. Life is... Sorry. Uh, it's nine minutes after the hour. Controversy on AM 1240. Actually, not really. Stirring hotline show today. Not to just praise Jeff Graham uh, more than he deserves, but boy, and I told him personally, that was awesome. Yeah, if you, if you missed it, uh, go to the repeat on uh, News Junkie, spelled with a big fat Z.com. And I love how at the end, and I did set that up today just to let everyone know I am the kind of coordinator around here. In a sense, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a half-assed producer for, well, my show and Jeff's show because Jim instructed me to uh, find out as many candidates as we, as we can. And my best-selling point, of course, is that, you know, we have a, a, a gazillion stations up here if you're running for office. Whether or not we're part of the uh, district or, uh, or not, and we are, but AM 1240 is essentially, for, and I hate to say this, as far as Congresswoman Stefanik is concerned, is sadly not going to be part of her district uh, come January. Uh, but that's, and that's optimistic there because I know she's going to win. But that's neither here nor there, uh, which, which is sad, but it's still we're part of, you know, the, you know, we're part of the region north of the thruway. So I, I, I took it upon myself to, uh, you know, contact as many candidates as possible. Just like any year, it's no different. Just like any primary season where there's two, three people running for sheriff or assembly. Uh, and uh, so anyway, I reached out to the Castelli uh, gang, and we set that up. There were some reservations at first. Like, well, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. I said, don't worry about it. And of course, Jeff had some reservations, too. Oh, I don't want to know. Oh, whatever. But Jeff, once again, just did an outstanding job. He's, a, he's like a farmer in his field. He's outstanding in his field. He, he just did so well. And yes, where well, there's some like, uh, I'm not going to, you know, there was some, you know, controversial questions. And in fact, I'm looking at some of the questions that Je uh, Jeff drew from. He did his own research. You know, remember, he was a journalist at one time or another. It's still in his, still in his blood. And so he asked some cutting questions, including a mail online question about some allegations of uh, some, some activity that, of course, Matt uh, denied and, of course, said uh, uh, the Stefanik camp came up with that one, kind of like uh, Russian... You know, mis disinformation. So, and then, and then, uh, Congresswoman uh, Elise Stefanik uh, called up uh, almost immediately after that, which some people might say, "Well, you know, what are you worried about? What are you worried about?" 
But at the same time, when someone goes out there like Matt did, and Matt was, Matt, I thought Matt did a good job, real good job, as far as whether or not he was true or not or right, uh, I'll leave that to other people to judge. But uh, Congresswoman uh, Stefanik didn't like what he said. And, uh, you know, to some degree, the, them are fighting words. And, and you know, uh, this Matt uh, uh, Castelli called uh, uh, our Congresswoman, up until January, December 31st, that is a traitor. And that's those are strong. I don't care how big and powerful and strong you are. If you were the CIA or you're a Marine and you're, you know, you're 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 you know, you're big amongst women because of your size and looks and so forth. You can't use that word. People throw that out there so quickly these days, just like the word racist or misogynist or, or a, a, a xenophobe or, or when people compare, you know, you know who or a former president to uh, Adolf Hitler. It's just, you just can't do that. It's historically not true. And it's and it's it is like I said, it's fighting words. You don't say that. So I don't blame Elise for calling in. And her conversation, of course, a lot shorter than Matt's was, uh, was just very compelling. Great radio. I told that to Jeff when he, I was coming back to the station. Jeff was going back over to his Volvo, and I said, Jeff, <clears throat> that was just fantastic. That was great radio, and I mean that. I even sent an email over to News Junkie. I get, I get so excited. You know, like two weeks ago, the Giants beat the, the Titans. I'm not even a Giants fan. I called my brother up. What, did you see that game? He said, yeah. was not amazing? And we looked at it. We, said, Wait a minute. Neither one of us are Giants fans. <laughs> but it was exciting nonetheless. So to have that. And again, just, you know, just uh, Jeff wasn't too crazy about doing it to begin with. I had to jump through hoops to some degree to get it on there with some reservations on both camps. But it happened. And, and, and Jeff made a very good point afterwards. It wasn't recorded. It wasn't edited. Therefore, it was on. It was. It was great. It was. It was live in person. Uh, they thought it was a little bit too long. I, they, I. I said it should be no more than fifteen minutes. But a compelling conversation, whether or not one camp says fifteen minutes or not, continues well beyond fifteen minutes if permissible. And that's exactly what happened today. Which is why I'll say it again. Uh, whether or not he was accurate in what he was saying, I thought the conversation was was, was very well done. So today's hotline should go down as one of the best. Uh, and that, that's up against a lot of competition. It really is. Uh, and uh, kudos to Jeff Graham, the hotline host, for at least 42 years. Tremendous job. And in addition to that, just as a footnote, Axios. I'm looking at Axios right now. It's AXIOS.com. It's a news service uh, out of uh, Arlington, although they have a, uh, a Washington, D.C. office into a bureau. And uh, they called up the station and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did we hear right? Did we hear that uh, Matt Costelli referred to uh, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi as, what did he call her again? As, uh, I forget what it was. Well, I'm looking it up right here to see perhaps if it made it to the uh, to this Axios website. I've never heard of Axios before, and I hope I'm getting this right. It seems to be a, uh, a Republican-based site. So far, I haven't seen anything. So who knows? The, uh, the hotline show might have gone to some degree international. Uh, on this website because they called up maybe 10, 15 minutes after the show is over. So word spreads fast, and that's what radio is all about. Here's another thing. You're not going to hear a compelling conversation like that across town. You're not, it's just not going to happen. I'm not putting anyone down. I'm just saying Jeff is, is very good at what he does. Uh, he's extremely educated, and uh, you know he knows when to ask certain questions and when not to. He's not going to ask uh, you know, striking questions that's going to piss people off. And Matt wasn't pissed off at all. You're not going to see that at Channel 7. If you did, they're going to talk to someone for less than three minutes. It's not going to be live. And it's going to be edited. 
which is so important to realize, and I'm just saying this out loud, folks. I hate blowing air up my own butt and so forth, but I'll do it. This show and Jeff's show and AM 1240 in general, uh, you know, this little one-kilowatt radio station here in Watertown, New York, provides more politically and information-wise to, to, to those who, who want to be your congressperson, your, your, your assembly person, your senator, although we haven't had Mark Walzak in here a long time. Uh, it, that's a walk in the park for walk, Mark. He's going uncontested. But we, we'll bring him in here anyway uh, to ask some driving questions. Can a Republican make a difference as a senator in, in Albany would be my first question. And, of course, Jeff would, say, would ask that and many other things. But my point is this. This station provides so much. If you didn't hear that show, listen to it on the fly or News Junkie when you get a chance. The link is there. Uh, and uh, it was good stuff. You're not going to get this anywhere else. And I'm not just picking on our crosstown rivals or Channel 7 or, for that matter, uh, you know, uh, what, is, what are they called? Watertown Daily Times? 360.com? I can't even remember. WT, whatever. You, you've been called the Watertown Daily Times for over 100, 150 years. And somehow or other, you call, you, you call your website something else. That's really bright. Um, but uh, check it out when you get a chance because Jeff did a, a very, very good job today. And you're not going to hear or see that anywhere. Not just, not just here in Watertown. You're not going to see, uh, 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 you know, or hear, I should say, such compelling interviews in Syracuse. A lot of their stuff is farmed out. It's shared for, you know, a, a, a WSYR 570. A lot of this stuff comes from Rochester, and it's watered down. It's not, li- it's not just uh, footloose and frenzy-free like, like, like Jim Levin's place right here on 199 Wealthy Avenue. Not at all. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just good, compelling radio for sure. I'm excited about it. I'm sorry for, for laboring on it or in the, already here in the first eight, nine, nine minutes of today's program, but uh, just very, very good stuff. Uh, other things going on, you know, locally we haven't talked about things in a while. The last local story we actually talked about was Councilman Cliff Olney's uh, proposal uh, to, uh, to add uh, a, a, a district attorney to the city as opposed to using Christy Mills' office for the entire uh, county and city. That was last week. So if there's something I'm missing, I've gone to News Junkie today a million times, like I always do, to see, you know, just as my own uh, news prep for my show here. And no news, I've said this over the years, is no news is good news. We're not going to find, you know, whether I, 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 no one's died. We don't have mass murderers up here, thank God. And, uh, again, you know, push for short-term rental tax in Jefferson County. Not for nothing, but who cares? Who really cares? And I want to thank our friends at the News Junkie for once again providing the link uh, to today's show. There's my mug there uh, from some time ago. Greatly appreciate that. Uh, so I'm just I'm scaling it right now just to see if anything is new. Uh, here's some here's some news. Jeff and I were talking about this earlier. Uh, long term, long time uh, uh, news reporter John Moore. As uh, you know, he's been doing the news here ever since the late great. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think I'm correct on this. He's been doing the news here since uh, the days of Kevin Shank, and that's over 30 years. That's about almost 30. I'm gonna say 30 years. So the, the native from Madrid, New York, otherwise known as St. Lawrence County, uh, is no longer, starting Monday, is no longer doing the morning news here. However, that's not to say that we're not going to, and, 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 and John deserves a big uh, applause for all of his work he's done. And he will continue at 7 in his capacity as, as reporter and uh, 5 o'clock news host in many other capacities. He's, he's one of the best. Channel 7 is very lucky to have him. Uh, it took them forever to finally f- uh, hire him, what, 10, 12 years ago. Thank God they did. 
But now, and I'm, I can't find her name, and I, I, I should know this, but nonetheless, uh, we are getting a, a lovely replacement. No, no discredit to John. John's a handsome man, by the way. But now I'm forgetting her name. So if someone like uh, Jeff Graham can call me, he knows her name because he knows everyone at Channel 7. Hey, did you see that doll over there at Channel 7? Wow. Uh, and she's a good reporter, too. 755. What is her name? Uh, Channel 7. That's not it. Uh, somehow or other, there's a link to another uh, station here. I, I got a bum link, so let's see what we got. WWNYTV. Is this going to work? Yeah, 7 News. So she, uh, I think her name is Emily. Let's see if they have uh, the, the, the cast and crew. Let's see. Channel, Channel 7, About Us. Oh, it's not here. Whatever. John, John Moore is not going to be doing the news starting Monday. Why that's not a big story, why Jim Levin isn't sending out a press release right now, I don't know. But uh, I figured I'd throw it out there myself in a half-assed way. I'll be more prepared for tomorrow's show, or for that matter, during this show after the break. I'll find out exactly what her name is. But we're looking forward to that. She's a young woman from, uh, I believe, Copenhagen, if I'm not mistaken. So she is a local. And uh, that's great experience for her. It really is. She's doing a fabulous job at Channel 7. Look, Channel 7, in my opinion... And it, my opinion, I'm like Tommy the Soda. You want my opinion about Dave Kingman hitting three home runs? You want my opinion? Uh, is is never look better, it, and I mean that. And I, that that in itself sounds sexist. I'm saying about the set, their graphics, uh, just the overall look since Gray Advertising took uh, took over. United was great, uh, but Gray Advertising certainly has stepped it up. But in addition to that, their 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 news, the quality of their news programming. Uh, is uh, it just looks very tight. Their, their news crew is, is. It seems like every every week there's a new member there. There's a, there's a gentleman there. He's, he's got a beard. Uh, a seasoned veteran. He looks like he's been in the business for a long time. Typically, you get someone right out of a Swigo or Newhouse, whatever. Uh, but this guy looks like enough for nothing. He looks older than everybody else. But his packages are very good. Then there's another kid who looks like uh, looks like the actor from uh, Harold and Maud. He's wearing uh, you know he's got this big seventies uh, hairdo. And it's got a mock turtleneck. That's interesting. I'm, 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 you know, it looks like he's, he, he should be driving like a, like a hearse or something. If you saw Harold and Moore, you know what I'm talking about. But this one guy with the beard, he's very, he's very good. He's got a different you know, way about him. He's not, this, you know, it's not that typical guy that you know, this, you know, changes his voice like so many people in this town. Uh, more news in a minute. That's not, that's not how you talk. This guy has a very natural way about him. If I found out his name, I'd tell you as well. Anyone who deserves credit in Glenn Curry's book it will be heard right here on the Live at Five Show. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. How's it going today? It's Lefty. What's happening? What's her name? Do you uh, know her name? Girl, I think her name's Emily, I believe. She, she did the weather, actually, today a little bit, but she's usually like a, a second anchor, so to speak. Right, she right. some reporting. But a pretty blonde, so hey, that'll be good. Yeah. But I guess the white Frankenstein is done, huh? Why, why'd that come across? Oh, would you Stop. What, no, what are you, no, what are you talking about? Are you talking John Moore? What? Yeah, he's the white Frankenstein, right? No, he's John not. John Moore, John Tash, 220, 221, get smart, you know, all the things. <sighs> You're the worst person in the world. You know that? You really are. You're so mean. Why do you do that? No, First of all, I, I am not mean at all. I, that's what he's known as. No, no. I didn't make this up. It's like a lot of people say that. White Frankenstein? What? I mean, typically a Frankenstein look would be, you know, square head, bolts coming out of your neck, and you walk around like, you know, like, like you just woke up. That's the last thing way I go. would describe John. Well, come on. That's completely put a, wrong. Put a, little mus- put, 
Put a mustache on Frankenstein, and you got it. You're, You're a little com- bit white and peach. I got to admit. Just a little bit. No, not even a little bit. Not even close. You should take that back. You don't think he's white and pasty? No, I, I'm pasty. If that's the case, I, you got to call me the white Frankenstein. I'm pastier than well, he you're, is. You're, you're, you're basically Casper. I'm, I am. I'm, the, I'm whiter than uh, having, Dan Fogelberg. For having, property on, for having property on the beautiful lake that you do, you don't have much of a tan. I can't be in the sun. I've told you that before. Although this year I did burn too much. That's why I don't have skin cancer. I got everything else, but I don't have skin cancer. I could barely breathe these days, hey, but I don't have you skin know, cancer. You're, you're, you're speaking of Kevin Shank earlier. Yes. And I tell you, I think he's uh, like just turning in his grave when he hears the, the type of advertising that 1240 now has like right before the hotline. How's that? Well, it's the vaginal rejuvenation ad. Isn't that something that would just irritate him to a T? Uh, yeah, he would be he would be blushing with something like that. I'll, I'll never forget one time because he Kevin was such a big WWE fan when it was WWE. Uh, he, WWF. He, excuse me. He, and he, he one day I came in here and he was talking about the the Undertaker, and uh, I might have mentioned this before. And he said, you know, Glenn, when you when you when you shake the Undertaker's hands, his hands is is cold and clammy. And he looked at me with this look on his face like he was serious. He really was, Lefty. He, I mean, he got into that, that WWF like you wouldn't believe. Well, first of all, yes, of course, his, the Undertaker, should, his hands should be cold and clammy. But to him, it was real. It's like, wow, he's one of the greatest news guys ever in upstate New York, and he thinks this stuff is real. But nonetheless, yes. Yeah, I like uh, I like he that. would he I would he would squirm about that. Uh, it was a huge loss when Kevin passed away like four or five years ago. Just awful. Yeah, and back then, and that back then, you could call up anonymously at the hotline too. So it was a lot more fun then. Well, was, we're so talking we thirty years ago when he was here. Thirty yeah, over thirty it years was ago. Quite a while ago. Yeah. 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 I was original caller back then. People didn't know who I was. It was just great. You could say anything, get away with just about anything. Well, you still can. What are you talking about? You still can. You get away with stuff just like you did t- three minutes ago for crying out loud. What are you talking about? Well, everybody refers to him as the White Frankenstein. It's not me. Oh, come on! I mean, why like, did I bring I this up? Up with why? It. Why do I bring this up? I know you. You, you let you let it go once. So wait a minute. Hey, so what, what did you actually? What did you think? About, real quick. What did you think about today's interview with uh, Matt Costelli? He's an idiot. Uh, oh my god! What what a what a dork! You know, it was like it was a good setup. It was a fantastic show. Nothing I'd call or comment on, and then it called right afterwards. Maybe yeah. even better. Yeah. And then the best part of it is when Donnie called and spelled it out the way things really are. I hate to say it, but he's making more and more sense like every day. Isn't and he's awful? short and sweet. He's short and sweet. You know, Donnie has knows knows when when to go, get in and when to get out. Unlike other people, yeah, he's getting he's, he's getting he's getting better he's getting better at that, and he's kind of curving himself down to more of a facts and opinion, and he's saying so. He's uh, he's he's taking some notes. He's yeah. taking almost some Danny Francis notes. How to get in there and get out. He's getting pretty good at he's it. Better than that. Yeah. Speaking he, of which, and better than others, did, like I said. Danny interrogate the hell out of you yesterday or what? I'm sorry. What's that? Say that again. I did, said, did Danny interrogate the hell out of you yesterday or what? Uh, I I don't think he did. I think we had our usual uh, he exchange. Did. He 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 actually like, like, pretty close to the statement he he said is that everyone agrees right now that the biggest concern in the United States is what top-secret things Trump had. Hmm. Yeah, well, he's right. And, and you let that go. But there, no, no, no. Inflation would be the number one. Well, Nobody no, on his side. I meant, I meant on his side. That's abor- all they care about. Abortion is still more, yeah, it's like nobody cares about that. Well, that's, that's like over and done already. That's, that's like the whole 
January 6th, you know, all, all that's just kind of done. There was a guy that I saw on Facebook, was it was yesterday or today, and he's just an instigator. He's out in the street. He's not even a big dude. Someone's going to beat the crap out of him. He's wearing a MAGA hat, and he's yelling at people, like, this is why America's falling apart. And, and a couple of people argued with him. And this one guy comes up and says, well, look at China. Their economy is falling apart. That's why there's all this justification for why the things are falling. It's everyone else's fault. But it comes down to one thing, though. This is what I was thinking about today when I was driving around. We're never going to settle each other's score. We're never going to convince the other person they're right or wrong. It's not going to happen. But that said, uh, Lefty, if people are compelled to believe what they say, they're just, and they say the same thing about us, that we're misled, that we're evil, that we're nefarious, we're, we're Nazis, and we say the same thing about them. It's just, it's never going to change because we're so embedded with our beliefs that there's no way to, to, to change them, especially when people are yelling at each other. So well, we're so, we're so divided. I will say, and you, I, it might be too far for you to say, but I will say I without a doubt hate everything about Trump except for his policies. I hate everything that he did. I hate the way he treated people. I hated his downgrades. I hated everything he his did. Tweets. I hate the embarrassing moments. Right. Hated all of it. Right. But I like the policies. I like the outcome. I like the way the economy was. I like the way we started to get things cleaned out. Yeah. And and for and for that matter, you know, it was just kind of refreshing to have someone who didn't have a filter. But I hated everything about it. On the other side, you would still vote for him, though. I I, I by no means like hate our current president. I don't wish him any ill or whatever, but, but I will here. be the first to admit that he's incompetent. He everyone, is. including everyone from Bill Maher to, you know, Michael Moore, everyone in between does. Danny won't admit that. Right. And the guy that called up today, Jeff Graham, he yeah. won't admit it. Jeff just asked him, like, you know, I'm you know, here on 1240, uh, you kind of think, and he went through the whole thing, and the guy wouldn't admit that, you know, Joe Joe Biden's incompetent now, and then he's making gaffe after gaffe. Right. And he shouldn't be in office. Right. Right. You know, it's just he shouldn't be there anymore. No, I agree. I, I yeah. I tell you, for someone being in the same age group, Trump is still sharp as a tack. Yeah, he is. I, I wish he wouldn't run again. I really wish. I agree, he but I think he will. Uh, he will. But you know, that being said, there's no one on the left that's giving. Well, everybody, not no one, but a lot of the people they're just as as Gunnut would say, they're just. You know, par- straight party voters like right. Danny Fetterman. That they're just they're they're never going to admit like that. Joe is like he's not competent anymore, and I think a lot of it might just be with age. I mean, he's you know he, he's only thirty years older than we are, and he, it's you know it's just one of those things where you're you're thinking like how how long I felt sorry for him during the debates, especially when he said turn on the record player. I was like, look at this guy. At that point, I thought he said that when Mike Bloomberg went out for like three seconds. <coughs> Hold on. Sorry, uh, I said the same thing about. I said it yesterday, um, uh, but uh, that said, I, I, he's the best they can come up with. I don't know what's going to happen in 2024, uh, X-Red. I don't know, but I got to go. I got another break here, my friend. Okay. I gotta... You have a great day. Bye bye. Now, don't you? Thank you very much. Sorry about that, folks, for the delay there. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, it's Crazy Ray. Crazy Ray, long time no speak. Yeah, how long do you think before uh, they start announcing that flu is going to be really bad? And... We're going to have to all get shots for that. For what? What are you talking about? I missed that. Say it again. For flu. Flu. They're already got like like hundreds of flu commercials on. Have you noticed that? Uh, yeah, but I think every year they kind of... I mean, you're talking about the kidney drugs? Yeah, too? I know, but it, it's just like, it's you know, ease up on us a little bit. We've, well, <laughs> we've you know, election, for two years. election oh. day is coming out. Remember, Nancy Pelosi says COVID is still a factor and that votes voting, uh, the voting <clears throat> process can still happen. Yes, in fact, it, Crazy Ray... 
a week after November 8th because COVID is still here. They need to tabulate uh, or, or to count votes that uh, they'll need if, in the case, they want to win a couple of districts or a couple of close senatorial races. So, you know, that's why you're seeing all this stuff uh, with respect oh, to I it. know. I know. They don't fool me. You know. <laughs> no, and I don't think I would ever get another vaccination again. If, if Jim demanded it, I would just leave. I didn't get the, bo- I didn't get the booster. I, I probably should have, but I didn't get it. It could have killed you because you 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 you're you know you got some issues as it is. All, all yeah, I know. That's what I, that's honestly that's what I thought. You know what I mean? I just didn't want to be. I really didn't want to be sick again for like a week with it. And, right. No, yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, I was going to ask you something the other day, crazy. Right now, I can't remember. Uh, what was it? Oh, I'm radioactive. Shake. No, I don't know what it was, Crazy Ray, but I forgot. Uh, <laughs> sure, it wasn't too bad. No, nah, it couldn't have been that bad. But uh, anyway, <clears throat> I digress here. Uh, but but did did you hear the hotline? I know I go back to this uh, with everyone today. Uh, did you hear the hotline show today? I got to get a radio again. I, I don't have a decent radio, and I I got to get it hooked up. So I don't can. have a radio. What? Well, I got a radio in the car, but I'm not in the car that much at night, so I just. I mean, basically, I'm, I'm missing out. Yeah, you don't want to sit in your driveway in the car. If, you, if Everyone's thinking you're probably, you know, uh, killing yourself with carbon monoxide or something. You don't want to do that. Right. Just get yourself a radio. Go to Walmart and spend like 20 bucks on a radio. Make sure it's got AM on it. And, uh, I got yeah. radios all over the place. I really just don't have, like, they all, they all take batteries, so I really just want to screw with that. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Who wants to do it? I agree. Although I probably should, because you know, when you get one of these situations where the power goes out, at least you got some kind of entertainment. But, but. crazy, right? Don't you have a computer? Every most people listen to it online anyway. Yeah, I, I do. I do. I don't. You know, I. You know, basically, my day is totally weird anyway. So. I guess so. Jeepers. I get up at five o'clock. I run my son to work, and right, and then, then I, mill around and get everything done here, and then I then I, I'm. By, by about eleven o'clock, I'm tired. I'm just tired out. No, I know, I know, I know. You and got I'm you got, screwed. You know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I feel I feel your pain. I mean, I, I'm finally I got an appointment on Monday with pulmonary. I'm looking forward to it. I got to find out what's going to be. I, I'm I, I'm I'm so listless right now. It's ridiculous. I I do have enough energy to do this show. Don't get me wrong, but I've never been this low before in my life that I am right now. I hope to take care yeah, of you. You got to breathe in the deal too, don't you? Yeah, it's been going wrong for ever since. Yeah, the, I know. I hear you. December. It just sucks. Yeah, it's it's all awful. It's really. I, awful. I mean, I honestly, years past, I'd get up in the morning at five o'clock and be out. I'd be out doing stuff to like midnight and right. and then go to sleep and be back up again at five. And I couldn't do that anymore. Well, crazy Ray, how old are you? I'm fifty-eight. I shouldn't be. No, you um, shouldn't. You You're know, st- dragging around no, like an old neither person. Should I. And neither should you. No, I mean, I, I understand I agree. it. I agree. I mean, I, 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 I we shouldn't I, have a walker in our hand. No, I'm not at that stage yet. But I, you know, I used to play well, with we're my close, tennis. Though. <laughs> I mean, I, I've, I've got a cane. I don't use it much, but I some days I think about using it. No, but you're, you're recuperating, uh, crazy. Because I, I've heard you yeah, over the last still, year. You've the gotten same. better. I mean, you know, it's it's rough. I people don't understand when you can't breathe right. Right. You lose all you lose all abilities. You know, it's like. It's, yeah. It's like somebody threw the the kryptonite on you. Right. Well, it's kind of important because if someone puts you into a you know a pool of water, and, you know that's 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 you you're not going to live much longer. So if you're losing your breathing ability, you lose everything. But you know what, crazy? Right. Ray, I hate and to it's say like this. It's like a wicked. It's like wicked kryptonite. You just can't. Yeah. You have no superpower. All right. Well, of <laughs> course. Yeah. I mean, oxygen. Life. Love is like oxygen. You get so much of it. No, never mind. Ah, uh, what was that song? Was that? Uh, not I enough of it, and about. you die. Love makes you blind. Who sings that? So tell me who I sings don't know. that. Song. That's a great song. 
Uh, it's a good or, song, though. Yeah, it is a great song. We we got to find out. So, someone look at that. Love is like oxygen. I just find saw out. On, I just saw on Facebook uh, page and I and I put it up that somebody's in Watertown selling the the original Cheap Trick uh, live in uh, in Japan. You know, yeah, album. They got it and they're I selling won't. it for fifteen bucks. And I yeah. Is it, if is I had it, the inkling to, to even want to do things, I'd go get it. But yeah. I don't even have a record player, so. Yeah, well, yeah, you would. You kind of need a. They sell record players, I by the way. I had that record as a kid. I played that thing over and over again. I, that's awesome. That, that's one of the best albums ever made. Uh, Live from Japan, yeah. uh, cheap trick. I want you to want, want me. me. I want <laughs> you, Bunny Carlos, the, uh, the 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 drummer, who looked like a science teacher. By the way, were you watching I mean, the? I, I love that part. I love that part in. Um, Fast times original. Yes, high, you know? right, I mean, right, right, right. Your mom is all right. Your daddy's. I'm. I'm in the middle all of a right. deal. Seventy-five dollars in a ride. Okay, I could do that. Yeah. Well, I got. It's one hundred fifty dollars at the free clinic. Free, huh? Boy, boy, talk about controversial so subject free, matter. Now, yeah, yeah, it's not so free. It's funny because you know, it's 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 amazing because the topic of abortion obviously is 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 everything to the Democrats right now. It's a it's their health care. That everything. was rough in that movie. That was a rough, that that probably first time was probably one of the roughest scenes. If you watch it, you know, right even today, it's probably the, one of the roughest scenes they ever made. It is, and let me tell you something else. And I could be wrong on this, but that's a famous movie, one of the the best teen movie of all time because it was so accurate. But there's no movie, like you said, before done about the subject matter before and hasn't been since. And yet the topic is no, always out no, there. No, you don't see that in Commonplace. No, you don't see that. Sex in the City brings it up. You see that though. on TV programs today. Even like if they're the roughest program in the world, they don't have that. Right. And, and here's another thing that, has, that doesn't come up in comedy or anywhere. Uh, uh, the first time that any, any TV show acknowledged the, 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 the fact that, women, yeah. that men and that human beings pee and take a dump was uh, the all in the family when uh, when Archie Bunker would flush the toilet and everyone, oh, he's up in the john. Never before and never since. We're so potty trained to be so clean and, and clever, but at the same time, we don't want to laugh at it. Not that and abortions then, are funny. And then funny now thing, they have that commercial with it. the women all sitting on the toilet saying that they do take it down. Yeah, oh, really? Interesting. Well, <laughs> that's that, on t- yeah, that's on all the time. Oh, Activia, the the uh, the, the yoga yeah, that makes you. Yeah, for Activia. Yeah, like, yeah, right. With my uh, wife Jamie saw that Lecure. the other day. She goes, "What the hell are we watching? Another universe?" I go, "I." I you tell me. I don't know. Well, I'm just glad they're acknowledging. What about the other woman where the, the toilet is following her wherever she goes? I mean, that that's... A, and, that, and then the one that shaves herself, too, on TV. Oh, my I, God. Yes. I And here they're showing this beautiful I, I woman. I the first time, and I'm like... Yeah. What happened? Where did I wake up? Yeah, and they show this beautiful woman in her in her underwear, and, and she's already yeah. got like oil all over her groin, and she and she and you don't see hair on her body, but then they go to an animation of like this 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 hair that looks like it's on the back of Jeff Goldblum's back on on the flies, this coarse coarse hair, and then they go back to the beautiful model with the with the with the shiny tone to her. I said, "There's no hair in this woman. She's been hairless ever since she came out of a woman's or mother's womb for crying out loud." But you're right; that was, uh, that is a good hair. It wasn't scary to me, and I'm not a Rude, but I was just like, oh my god! You yeah, know, I just, yeah. When boy. did this happen? Yeah, right. What, look, look, she's shaving her bunny trail. Go figure that out. Jeepers, creepers, D- Crazy Ray. Always good talking to you. I gotta go. I gotta do a break. All right, man. That's uh, Crazy Ray. This is the Live at Five show. We're gonna do a break, and we'll be back after this. The kick off the savings event. Call 855-858-5807. Buy gold now, or as William Devane would say, buy your gold now. That's why I have gold. That's right. I can't believe William Devane. What is he, 110 now? Jeepers, creepers from Knott's Landing. Great actor, though. My mom hated him for some reason. He looked like everyone in our family, but somehow or other, my mom hated him. 
Well, her name is uh, Emily Griffin. Emily Griffin. I'm going. I went to Channel 7's website. Let me cover the bases here. They have a huge staff. Emily Griffin, a morning reporter. She's much more than that. They got to update this. She does the weather. She's now doing morning news on uh, community broadcasters. I thought we were bad at updating stuff. Plus, she's low on the bot on, on the totem pole here. They, they should have her closer to the top. Emily does a lot. Emily Griffin is an area native. Just she's from Copenhagen. Area native, coming to the Channel Seven News team from the. Oh, sorry, the very next sentence, Glenn. Sorry, I'm an idiot. And then the other guy I was talking about, his name is Zach Grady. Zach Grady, a native of New York's Capital District, is a graduate of the Dan Patrick School of Sports Broadcasting at, at uh, Full Sail University. Dan Patrick has his own school of school sports broadcasting. I never knew that. Uh, Sean Brinda, uh, born and raised in Chicago. I don't know him. And the other kid that I, I said it looked like he was uh, a cast member from uh, uh, from Harold and Maud. His name is Shad Charette, hailing from Syracuse. Uh, he first started. He sparked. A, he, he he helped to, to establish a student-run newspaper. Young kid, and fix his tie. It's crooked, but he's young. That's okay. And then of course John Moore. Uh, you could write a, you know, you, you would, you know, you can go on forever about him. It's this is this is John Moore, first at Five Anchor. John is a native of St. Lawrence County and graduate of Lisbon Central. That's all you can say about John Moore. Come on, Jeff Cole. Jeff Cole serves as the 6 p.m. news anchor and managing editor. Garrett Dombrowski uh, came to chat, blah blah blah. He left and then came back from a SUNY Oswego. There's another girl from uh, Lexi Bruning. Uh, she's also from uh, SUNY Oswego. Lexi is awesome. They all are, I, and I mean that. I'm not just making that up. But Lexi, uh, she's got some. Uh, she's got some real talent. Lexi uh, uh, Bruning joined the Channel Seven News team as a reporter in May 2020. Her packages, and by that I mean everything she does when she sets up the camera. All these kids, all, I call them kids. They're so young. Uh, uh, do their own editing and whatnot. Uh, I a couple times I've actually looked up at the screen and I thought it was on Nora O'Donnell's 6:30 broadcast. That's how good she is. Lexi Bruning, uh, Oswego grad, of course. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn, so you're responsible for having the CIA disinformation agent on the show then. I'm responsible for setting up compelling news discussions, yes, to answer your question. You added a so, little more fluff well, congratulations. To you and Jeff are probably now on the CIA watch list. Really? Why is, I, I, that wouldn't surprise me. It would actually make things more exciting <laughs> in my life, to tell you the truth. And throw the FBI in there while you're at it. What about the ATF? Right, right. You know, whatever. I mean, it's so, it's so obvious that that's who he's working for. What do you think about that interview today? You you call in. I thought you were, it's funny because Jeff said, well, if I had a producer, I can get people to ask questions in here. But, of course, the assistant that I deal with would say, no, no questions. No, no, no. We don't want the mail online con uh, uh, discussion on this at all. But I'm figuring if somehow or other, you know, someone like Donnie called in, what question would you ask him or anyone? You would ask him about, you know, if, if the world is flat, like yeah, you did, like you did with Lee Zelda. Yeah, yeah. I'd ask him if you're still working for him, if you're still reporting to him, right? And who his connections are. So you wouldn't ask him a question about whether or not he, he, you know, he, he had, he, he was, he was a player in Washington D.C. According to Mail Online. Absolutely, I'd ask him about his house there and his connections. Hmm. It's kind of suspicious that he has a house there in Washington. Yeah. Well, he was with. Or, he was with, like you said, was he with the CIA? Can't remember. Let's see what he's got. Yeah, here. the CIA. He's got a bit. He's got uh, Jeff's t notes are great. They're, they're, they're actually worse than mine. Uh, so you moved twice. Uh, first to Saratoga Springs, then to Glens Falls. Uh, I assume that's a six-month lease, right? Uh, Seven five five. 
I don't know if this is Jeff. Is this Jeff asking questions, or did he extract this from something else? Uh, you haven't been endorsed by. You have been endorsed by Kathy Hochul, but don't have it on your website. Did you vote for her in the primary? Oh, good stuff. Jeff, yeah, Jeff, Jeff was ready. It, yeah, Jeff had some good questions. Yeah, yeah, he did. I mean, I guess can't. He always he, does. You guys couldn't tell that he was a CIA disinformation agent. Come on, I mean. Well, he's running for Congress uh, again. I was a little bit shocked, but it was great radio. But our congresswoman, third, uh, third in line in the House of Representatives, and she has an incredible future. I said that from the word get-go. But I was a little surprised, of course, when Elise called in. But she had to set the story straight, at least in her, in her, her eyes. Uh, uh, but anyway, so to have a guy that wants to you know, replace Elise, third in line, and of course Elise to call in on this little one-kilowatt station, and her a good friend Jeff Graham... Uh, gracious, obviously, to take the call and do an interview with the, with our congressman. Of course, he would. Uh, made for just one of the best hotline episodes I have ever heard. And I've been here a long time, Donnie. And I'm just going to go out on a limb and say today's show is one of the best. And then for what he said, I can't remember what he said, Donnie. What did he? Re- how did? How did uh, uh, Matt uh, Castelli refer to uh, Speaker of the House uh, Nancy Pelosi again? What did he refer to her as? Uh, a author- uh, a tol- that I don't remember. I, I mean, remember. I did listen to the show, but wasn't I don't dictator. remember what he said about her. But I did do remember what he said um, when Jeff asked him about the President Biden being feeble and being lost, you know. Right. He kind of said, well, if the party goes, you know, uh, this way, they all go that way. And then he did try to um, backpedal on Holcho a little bit, too. But I, I missed the part about the speaker. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll have to listen to it later. If anyone uh, heard the conversation, and, and if you can answer that question, uh, but I'm on Axios.com. I, you, you, I don't know if you heard this, but Axios called the station like 20 minutes after the show was over. So uh, that program today uh, spread like wildfire in the political realms, at least, uh, because uh, of what he said about the Speaker of the House. Whether or not that goes beyond that to Fox News, no one cares, to tell you the truth. I we think know the bigger news race. is that he's working for the CIA. I don't know. Who knows? I have Absolutely, no idea. 100%. That's ha- it has to be. He's not retired like he says he is. So, all right, so one last question. Uh, oh, wait, I got to go. All right, I got to yeah. do I got All right, all right, Donnie, thanks. Donnie's in and out. In and out, in and out, Donnie. In and out, Donnie, we love it. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. What? I think, it's been bugging me, but I think he referred to her as an authoritarian. Authoritarian, thank you. I wanted to get that right. I knew it was it was driving me nuts the whole show. Like, what did you so, say? Because I listened to it. What, that was a great interview. That was a fantastic. That was, that was fantastic radio. Yeah. And people on the national stage should take note that that's how it's supposed to be done. Exactly, Mundo. Oh, by the way, I'm gonna unless uh, Matt's listening to this show, I, I will be talking to Matt on on uh, Thursday, on this show. So again, I set this up. Uh, with ev- with all the candidates, with the exception of one, uh, uh, Jeff set up the, uh, the the original guy from Western New York uh, some time ago. Oh no, I set that up. Whatever, I can't remember. But I'm pretty good at setting it up, and I'm glad. Uh, and uh, and I knew Jeff would do a fantastic job, and I'm glad he did because it got people noted. It, it got it got people's attention, including our congresswoman. Yeah, uh, so. I think some of the best radio I've heard in the last few years was that interview today. Yeah, and the one where Donnie was just on just went over and interviewed. He handed the homeless guy the phone, and you had the guy on the phone. Yeah, real. Oh, wow. That, that did not get enough credit. Well, credit. I thought that would have made seven news, and they would have talked about it, right. different things, and it just got nothing. Well, you know what happened? Was, you, do you know what happened after that? About a t- couple of hours later, the city went down there after that show and shut off the electricity, and they they sent they they put it back on, 
But I think that show might have might have gotten uh, enough attention where people said, "Whoa, whoa, we, we can't be interviewing people at the uh, at the Butler Pavilion," and uh, you know, we so don't that, look. That like. was that was phenomenal radio too. That was like. It just came out of nowhere, and it was just great radio. Well, thank you. Yeah, and thanks to Donnie, because he was the one that uh, was instrumental in yeah. setting that up. Yeah, again, here's the thing. You're not going to see that anywhere else. And I'm not just picking on the local yokels around here. We know who they are. And, they, and a lot of them do a lot of good, a lot of good work. But the, this, this whole thing about radio in recent, and this goes for this building, too, this whole idea about recording people and editing it later and, and, and then going on a commercial break and, well, we can't go live with people because they might curse. We don't have a delay. And everyone wants to sound perfect and whatnot. There's nothing better than that moment. And sometimes I have to look out myself. Sometimes it works against you. Sometimes you're going to get an F-bomb here or there, whichever. But there's nothing better as something that's happening when it happens. That's why live TV, watching Tucker, I don't know if Tucker's always live, by the way, but live radio is at its, it should be uh, compelling stuff. That's why we do it here, and I appreciate yeah, I, you. I really like today how Jeff brought out the. He really made a point about how this word "traitor," "fascist," "racist," no all doubt, these words just get thrown around like. Yeah, and you know the expression like candy in a parade, like right? It's nothing. Well, and the, what yeah. about Hitler? How how many times have you heard uh, uh, President, former President oh, Donald God, Trump? Yeah, I, I, I can't stand. I'm a, I'm a Republican. I get called a Nazi. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I voted. Republican because I like bus government. But. So let me let me ask you. All right, you're you're a Republican. All right, you're a conservative guy, and 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 it's not my business to know what else other than the fact that you're you know you're on you're on the right of the political coin. Would you agree with me when you know you look at President Biden right now? You might not like the guy, but have you ever found yourself at the level of disdain? That other people have for the former president on the other side of the political coin. In other words, did you have you no. ever gotten to that point? No, yeah. my, my, other than uh, I don't like the way my retirement goes and stuff, but my my day goes about the same. Right when uh, when you go to the gas pump, you might be a little upset. You might get uh, right there when you realize you lost thirty five percent of your retirement fund and just in the last six months. Uh, yeah, but what I mean, I was watching this video like I said earlier about this guy. He's an instigator. He's looking to start fights and he's trying to get a reaction. At of people, but but typically people on the left, and we have people that call in on this show. They they have this this whole impression of like this is every, everything that you're seeing. Like you know, I, what color is the sky? And some of these, what what is the color of the sky in, in some of these people's uh, viewpoint? Because I know what the ca- cost of gas is. I see video of Wawa and all this other looting going on. I see what's going on in the border. I see how they react to Martha's Vineyard. This drives everyone nuts, especially on our side, and yet. Donald Trump makes one tweet and says something about, oh, I can change things just in my mind, which is a stupid thing for him to say. And they go berserk. And it's a collective uh, uh, amount of people that do that at the same time where they, unfortunately, my friend, outweigh whatever we're thinking at any time because they, they, they own so much of society right now. They own social media. They own the it's networks. It's like they, they, they pick they focus, they t- they Donald Trump as a focal point right. as a way to release all their like uh, inner rage that of anything, I don't know. And and, and they have thirty. The dog, the dog peed on the carpet this morning. So, but that's right. I'm going to take my rage out on Donald Trump instead of sticking the dogs. No one and what about the pastor? I forget what state he's from, but uh, some pastor that you know did you know he would preach in front of the uh, the Planned Parenthood. Which again is awkward. There's no doubt about it. And uh, Planned Parenthood is there for a reason. But this guy uh, exercises constitutional right. But they're looking at him as a terrorist. They show he, they show up at his house. He sees all these people showing up in his driveway. Thir- it was something like 40 FBI agents showed up armed. 
uh, for this guy. They know he's not going to come out blasting, but you know why they're doing it. They're not just doing it to arrest this guy. They're making it's like a Sicilian message. It's like if, if just don't do this. If you're planning to go out in front of a Planned Parenthood and start preaching the word of the Jesus Christ and saying these people are going to go to hell for what they're doing, think again because we're going to show up at, at the same level of intensity as we're showing up at this guy's house with over 40 Asians with guns which, in which hand. That's been going on since I was a little kid. Yes, it has. I mean, people go for abortion. That's, I mean, that argument's never. That argument will never go away. And it will never go away. And, and and if you're on the side of pro-choice, ultimately you always lose that argument. And yet, there I see some ways why it is important because unwanted pregnancy always starts with unprotected sex, and it happens between the ages of 15 and 24 at large. And these are the people that just cannot afford to have a baby. I know it's a horrible thing to say as a Catholic, especially, but I just said it, and I'm so sorry that this whole thing went up the ladder as far as uh, this uh, uh, Supreme Court is concerned out of, what was it, Alabama or Mississippi, one or the other, one of those states that I don't give a crap about. But anyway, it's bad timing because without that, this red wave would clearly be a red wave. It's still going to be a red wave, my friend, but because of the overturn of Roe versus Wade a couple of months ago, that's all they have. Oh, see how they are? They have, they have control of one branch of government, and look what they did. They took away your ability to kill a fetus. Jeepers. These are the same people. We cannot vote back into office again. Let's just continue having an open border. Let's continue having people kill each other in a Wawa or steal whatever the hell they want. And don't say anything about it because you're not supposed to. If you do, you're right. By the way, did you hear the story at the top of the hour about the, uh, the people that would be more likely to get arrested for, for the wrong reasons are, are people of color? Did you see that? And then, and then the next story was about a trans, uh, about someone in the LGBTQE, whatever. And, and I totally respect them and whatnot. But these are the two big, these are the stories that are co co so big on their minds and they ignore everything else. It's really a shame. It truly is. But I got to go, no, my friend. Yeah. Thank you. Th right, thank you talk. for the call. Thank you for the call. Thank you. Sorry for bla blabbling. It's almost over uh, today. Hi, you're in the air. Oh, hi. I'm, I'm so glad you brought up that uh, pro-lifer that was arrested in um, Pennsylvania. Yes. Yeah, Pennsylvania. Now, I Thank have you. Two, I know you're a movie buff. Yeah, yeah. And I, I would highly recommend to you and any, any of the listeners the movie Unplanned hmm, never saw and it. Gosnell, about Kermit Gosnell, hmm. who was um, a, an abortionist in Philadelphia yeah. and, uh, you know, is now in jail. These are, you know, just really, really factual movies. Why is he in jail? Pardon me? Why is he in jail? He was an abortion doctor? Oh, because he committed murder. He mur uh, they found out that he was delivering babies and they were alive. He was trying to abort them. Oh, I so see. So he killed them. Yeah. He snipped their, their, their spinal cords. Unbelievable. And he also was convicted of uh, murder of... Uh, a Vietnamese woman, hmm. but these are excellent, excellent movies that they didn't. The pro-choice people did not want no, of course not. to be made right. in any way. So, and I, 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 and I, I agree with you about Jeff doing a nice interview today. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was very, very, very professional. Very fair. And, um, very and fair. Good. So, yeah, he's the best. There you go, the pro-life. Yeah. Pro-life, pro-science person call. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you, ma'am, and thank you for <laughs> your recommendations. Uh, and say that na the name of the movie again. Gosnell, G-O-S-N-E-L-L, -L, and Unplanned. And Unplanned. I got gotcha. you. They're, they're just very, very good, you know. I don't think you're going to see either one of them on Netflix. Something tells me you're not going to get I, them there. You know, you can see them on Hulu. You can see them on YouTube. That's interesting. They're, you know, we, uh, Life Right of Watertown, um, 
brought the unplanned movie to the cinema mm -hmm. and, you know, had 400 people, gave, you know, approximately 400 people tickets, wow. you know, to go and see it. Interesting. It's, it's, it's the sort of thing that it, they, they want to cover up. And you're entirely right. These, these tactics of, you know, going in with guns. And yeah. It, it just reminds me of Elian Gonzalez. Yes, yes, you know, out of Miami. Like, th right. You know, th that's not a right. good look. Right. It's no. not a good look, no. you know. They, that was oh, overstated. Send it back to Cuba. And, right. You know, right. The, the, the Democrats are... Uh, they're, that's all they got. They got Roe. They got racism and yeah, right. nothing else. Right. Well, if you heard CBS News today, you would swear that the biggest problem in America are are corrupt cops yeah. and, and racism. <laughs> and, and meanwhile, uh, the the real issues at hand. And people keep on saying we're trying to put food on the table. How many times did you hear Nancy Pelosi's? And we're trying to put. There's a lot of families trying to put food on the table. Of course, and you're not able to because of your freaking agenda. Don't you uh, get oh, it? I know. And then they totally ignore, totally, totally ignore the the fentanyl coming across the border. You know, oh look at right. oh there's a there's a new segment. Right. Oh look, oh you open the package of candy and make sure it's that and fentanyl. they're just and they're no, and they're bringing no. it over here and close in, the border. Yeah. Don't don't preach to me about right. COVID and right. getting the vaccines and oh you need this and right. and and yeah it's it's, it's awful it's nuts it is nuts and I, the and election I, can't come soon enough yeah for me, I know. I don't know if the election is going to be the answer but you know I was talking to the uh, the judge we had here a couple of weeks ago. And, yeah, you know, I, it, he was good too. He was good. He hasn't gotten back to me, and that pisses oh. me off. But that's not here or there. Uh, but and I don't like that. I mean, at least give me a yes or no. He at one oh, point okay. he said yes. Yeah. But, so, but hey, um, I, I did like it. I went up to the thing up at the park with uh, Lee Zeldin and um, yeah. what's her name, Esposito. Uh, well, Tenny was Esposito. Yeah, she was excellent. Oh yes, the former police officer from uh, yeah. yeah from she was Long Island or Queens. And, and yeah. Boy, if I, if, yeah, so. She was excellent. I'm, she was good speaker. I'm keeping in touch. I hope so. And I, I hope he wins, too. I really okay. do. I do, too. I do, too. I'll work for him. Oh, awesome. Thank you, ma'am. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks, Glenn. Yes, thank you, uh, the pro-life person. You're in the Live at Five show. I was going to mention a couple other things, but I have run out of time. Uh, meaning I got to do the following to make things all in uh, all, all in conjunction with the law. AM 1240, WE10, and Watertown. Makes this legal. Up next, CBS News. See you tomorrow. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Hurricane Ian is now battering parts of South Florida and getting stronger as it heads north. They say 